Welcome to Back into the Future with Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. It's 2021. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is Back into the Future. This is uh, us in the present. Uh, Mark, I'm, I'm Mark, and with me as always is my lovely wife, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? It's a good week here at the the old homestead. Yeah, for those of you that, that obviously, this is a, one of our Patreon-exclusive episodes that we have over on Patreon, so thank you for being a Patreon subscriber and... and Given us that sweet, sweet cash so that you can listen to this. Yes, if you are listening right now, that means that you showed us the money. That's right. That's a 96 reference. Hey, it's coming too. Well, and and so now I love the freedom of this show because we get to just make any reference we want to. Sometimes we'll be talking about things and I'll like, I'll have to stop myself from saying something. Or, or I'll say something. And he thinks that I'm making it an appropriate <laughs> reference, and then he glares at me, and then I get all flustered, and then, you know, editing has to occur. Not an inappropriate reference, but an anachronistic reference. They're, well, same thing. So, no, inappropriate references are like, you know, sexual, right? You make a lot of those. <laughs> I was going to say, what? that's what our show is. So, like I said, for any of you who are new, any of you who are new to our, our Patreon here, uh, this is the show where we talk about a movie or TV show or something we've watched uh, in the present. Yeah. We're no longer in 1996. We are in uh, 2021 currently. It is present day. The second year of our great pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better. Well, you know, one of the things that's better is that the kids are back in school now. Yes, in-person school. They're gone all day. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's nice. But we, I, I was helping our son with, with his homework. Listen to this. Like, the, I was not prepared for this. He's doing capitalization homework. Okay. So it's, it's names, dates, places, things mm-hmm. like that, right? One of his sentences was, Tim's grandmother was born June 7th, 1970. Wow. Like... You don't don't like. What are you doing, schools? You don't just you don't just put that out there. Like I'm not prepared for that. I'm not prepared for your sentence to be like. Can you imagine the the freaking little Gen Zers whoever <laughs> writing this thing? What 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 what's a decade grandparents were born in? I don't yeah. know the seventies. Well, I mean that would mean they were you know fifty one. Is that grandparent age? I guess, apparently now. I mean, we could be grandparents when we're 51. I hope not. That seems a little soon. Yeah, that's what it... So my oldest would be 20... Well, Actually, that's not soon. Like 25. (laughs) It would be perfect timing, actually. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but it does... But but my ego wasn't ready for that. (laughs) You're not 51. No, I know, but it's the same decade I was born in. Barely. Barely. One what do you mean, month. barely? One, two months. Yeah, two months of 1979 that you were alive. That's it. 
This does not count as living in the 70s. I was born in the 70s. I was alive in the 70s. You, you know, you just want to make yourself older, which is fine, because you act like a grandpa all the time anyway. <laughs> well, speaking of getting older, Carol, that dovetails perfectly into the movie we watched. <laughs> yeah. So some of these people wanted to be older, I guess. I don't think so. They were dying to get to that beach. Oh, God. Come on now. So we we watched M Night Shyamalan's the uh, old um, this beach this beach got you aging. I it wasn't really old. The, it wasn't really the beach though. What was it? It was the beach. It was the rocks. Well, the rocks on the it was the rocks beach. around. It's like see these rocks. They're oldie rocks. It's so it's like magic or something. I really I still don't understand it. They explained it, but I still don't understand they, it. Yeah, they explained it many times in many different ways. With many different characters. <laughs> there was a lot of, uh, hey, should we should we show any? No, just tell everyone. Just tell. Right. Just tell the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, was. M. Night Shyamalan might as well have sat down in a leather-backed chair <laughs> with the graphic novel that this is based on and been like, okay, so here's what's happening. And just explained the graphic novel to us. I, I can't picture this as a graphic novel. The only thing in the whole movie that seemed like the graphic novel is the the two six year olds banging. No, <laughs> and gross. It was horribly inappropriate. Well, but they weren't six years old when they did it. They were like sixteen. But they were six years old like two hours ago. Right. And it, you know, I know they did the whole. They really hand waved it away with like, uh, oh, I don't, I don't feel like I'm six anymore. <laughs> I feel like I want to fuck. <laughs> They're talking about how their their thoughts were different because they have more colors than they did the day before. Is that a description of how teenagers feel? <laughs> Am I just so old that I don't remember what I felt like when I was like, I don't remember thinking like, oh, all these colors. <laughs> I think in purple now. Right. Like, what? I don't get it. But I mean, I got, I get why they were saying it. They were trying to, you know, show that their their minds were also aging and changing, like their bodies. Right. So that it wasn't gross when the two six year olds <laughs> banged and one got pregnant. And then, and why does that happen? That has no that is, they easily. I, I don't care if it was in the graphic novel. They could easily cut that out. Yeah, it was disturbing. It makes no. It makes no impact on the plot whatsoever. Oh, you had a baby. Oh, I died. Yeah, like immediately. And what, like, they said, oh, you know, we didn't pay enough attention to it. It didn't die from lack of attention. Like, babies don't live on attention. They're not, uh, they're not Instagram models. They're not, they're, <laughs> their, their life force is not, uh, measured in how many people are paying attention to them. Right. No, that's its grandma, who, uh, was the very vain, uh, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, I, I, I'm sure that they meant that it was because it didn't feed. Because they yeah. set it down for one second and it yeah. died. It would have had to have constantly been eating. Yeah. And even then, I don't know. I mean, even if the baby was hooked up to something, I mean, it was aging so much faster than it should yeah. have. It seems like maybe the the accelerated aging was more, the younger you were, the more you did. Well, that's just because the younger we are, the more our bodies change. I guess that's true. You know, like our kids eat a ton because they're growing. And I don't know. I feel like my body's changing every day because uh, now, apparently in 1970, as grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, so what did you think of, what did you think of old, these rocks got you getting old? 
it was too much. It was. <laughs> like, it was just, it was overwhelming. Like, there was just constantly stuff happening. And, like, we talked about it a little bit last night. Like you said, like, you didn't really have time to process anything. And a lot of it was, like, emotionally wrenching if you had time to consider it. Mm-hmm. But it was just this constant state of anxiety. Yeah, like we were talking about last night, because we, we didn't know if we were going to do an episode on this or not, but we decided to. And so we kind of talked about it last night, too. So this is take two. But <laughs> there were there were elements and thoughts that I kind of had, but nothing was given time to breathe. Yeah. Uh, because, like, there's a part, spoilers, obviously, for old, by the way, too. I think it's too late. <laughs> we have spoiled it. But there's a part where two of the characters that are married are sitting next to each other and they're looking out at like the sunset or the darkness of the beach. It's like their whole life is passing them by Mm -hmm. sitting there and they're talking about loving each other. Their minds are going and everything like everything's kind of going on them. For a brief second, I thought this is kind of like a poignant meditation on getting older and, and, you know, slowly losing one another and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And then it's, but, but before that thought could even really fully form in my brain, it's like, Oh, uh, he's dead. Oh, wait, Oh, now she's dead. Oh, now we're alone. And it's like, <laughs> now we got to go on to the next thing. And the, the kids, even the kids didn't seem that bothered. Like they were like, their parents died and they were like, nah. and they're like, Hey, should we still try to get out of here? Nah, I guess so. I mean, can you though look at everything they went through? No, I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's unrealistic for that at that point for the shock and and everything to to blind them by not and blunt that their pain and everything. But it's just like that that doesn't resonate emotionally with yeah. with an audience, and that doesn't make an entertaining movie really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did cry. Mm-hmm. A little. Because, like, I don't know, it was sad that they were dying next to each other on the beach and, you know, like, right. whatever, but... A dog died in this movie and no one really cared. That's that's how that's how little time there was to breathe in this place. It's probably the least sad dog dying in a movie ever. I don't remember the dog dying. They just... Cause, because this is... Because you blinked. <laughs> like... They at one point that crazy doctor was like, "Dog's dead," and he was like, "Oh, he's just alive a second ago." It's like, no. Oh yeah, I remember that and, stupid line. Yeah, because he's like, "It was just alive a second ago," and I was like, "Yeah, that's how everything dies." Yeah, <laughs> everything was alive, and then a second later is dead when it dies. Right. Well, that makes sense that the dog died first, right? Yeah, because dog ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they figure out somehow. I don't know how. But they figure out that a half a half an hour is about a year of life. Well, they figured out, I think, based on how quickly the children were growing. Yeah. Like they, they gained like 10 years and... It had been whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so... I kind of liked the movie, but I kind of hated it at the same time. It's really weird. I didn't enjoy it i wouldn't say that i sat there feeling like oh wow i'm really enjoying the experience of watching this movie like i said it was like a bad panic attack the whole movie it was like i i needed sleeping aids to go to sleep last night after watching this movie it's not a good movie at all Mm -hmm. 
but it, but I kind of liked it. It's, it's what, a, what did you like about it? So, I like the premise, and then I liked the weirdness. I M Night Shyamalan was def. So, like we said, this is based on a graphic novel. I have not read the graphic novel, but I guarantee you, M Night Shyamalan was not the person that they should have gotten to write and direct this. I mean, God bless him. I like a lot of his movies, and then there are movies of his that are bad. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the bad ones. And, but there is something about the way he directs movies that is interesting to me and entertaining to watch. I don't. Has he ever gotten a natural performance out of any actor <laughs> ever, except for maybe Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense? That's who I was thinking of when you said that, too. I mean that because that's a really good acting job. Yeah, and maybe that's just, just Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, but I, I mean I don't know. But like he's like I don't know. At this point, I have to think it's intentional because he, he there. I've never seen him get st- people in his movies. There are good actors in his movies, and it's so bad. It's, I don't know. It like it's the act. They look. They feel like. They're caricatures of 1950B movie actors. What about Mel Gibson in Signs? You what feel, about him? You you feel like he didn't do a good job? I mean, he did a fine job, but like again, really established actor, like uh, Bruce Willis. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis also, you know, did he did his Bruce Willis thing? <laughs> and he actually kind of Bruce Willis. Thing. Well, so there's two Bruce Willis things. There's Bruce Willis. I care, and there's Bruce Willis. Just I, I want this check, and, and that's like that. That's the two Bruce Willis mo- modes. And he actually seemed to care in the movies he did with M Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. uh, Sixth Sense, and and Unbreak- Unbreakable, Breakable, and Split, and at the very I end, love of Split, Split and Glass. Um, I but, still haven't seen Glass. We yes we did we went and saw that no. in the movie theater or or split then Which yes one? we did no look you haven't we seen saw Glass? the first we saw the first one together in the movie theater you saw the sequel without me I never saw the sequel oh well we gotta watch the sequel. I think you watched it with Mike or something yeah we did it for a mass play fee yeah um anyway but so often he does not especially if they're not good actors. He does not get good performances out of them. He yeah. does not know how to direct how to direct actors. But he does know how to move the camera in very interesting ways. And he makes everything, even if it's just a normal thing, feel creepy. <laughs> I don't know how he does at, at one point the kids one of the best and it's a very pretty movie to look at. It is. it is. Everything's overexposed and it's like and I think that's on purpose. Like the sun's just a little too bright, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but at one point, the kids are playing freeze tag, and the way he moves that camera up and down that beach as they're getting tagged, and then because each time they they get tagged and they freeze, it's like they're fully in frame, and the, the other two are behind them, and it's the way the camera swoops and everything. It's so beautiful. But it's also so creepy. It is. I didn't even know. Like, I couldn't figure out why I felt creeped out watching it, but I just did. But yeah, the, like he knows how to how to frame things and how to put the camera, how to how the lighting and stuff, so that something as simple and innocent as them playing freeze tag is creepy. 
And of course, that's also freezing in place, you know, uh, slowing, you know, every, time stopping and stuff like that. That's, you know, sort of a foreshadowing of what's going on. Mm. There's a lot of on-the-nose dialogue at the very beginning that I pointed out where <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear your voice when you're older. Oh, but 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 also, put your electronics down. Let's live in the moment, you know, and stuff. <laughs> and it's, oh, you're probably too young to do this or do that or whatever. Yeah, it was it was on the nose going into the movie, knowing what was you know coming and everything. M Night Shyamalan can't write dialogue, not good dialogue. It's it's never good, and he can't direct actors. But man, this this guy was born to be a cinematographer <laughs> because of his his use of lighting, his use of the camera. That's that's his his oeuvre right there. Yeah, that's true. I think most of his movies are pretty. Like even to the happening, is yeah, creepy happening pretty probably well one of the worst ones. I don't know if it's the worst one, but I love that movie. I know you do. I, I <laughs> she unironically loves. It. I have no idea. Mark Wahlberg. It speaks to me somehow. Well, the, the there's another thing like the weird dialogue and the the bad acting when that old woman in the happening is like, uh, uh, "What are you, are you guys going to murder me in the middle of the night?" You know, and he's like. <laughs> What? No. It's <laughs> like the way he says it, like that's a horrible that's a horrible delivery, but it's also terrible dialogue. Like what what is that even supposed to mean? There is so it's so that movie is so weird. See, I I read that differently though. To me it just seems like he's completely caught off guard by the weird And you think he's just fear. a and you think he's just a bad actor? Well, yeah. Cuz it's bad. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, well, that's true. Fair point. But, like I said, at this point, I almost have to feel like it's on purpose. Like, Maybe. Like, the dialogue and the the acting is, like... Like, M. Night Shyamalan comes on set and says, Okay, so, you know all the emotions that you feel as a person? Like, how the all, all the emotions you would feel in this situation where you'd be scared. You would not... You wouldn't know what was happening. You'd be confused. You'd be desperate, panicked. You'd want to get out. Get rid of all of that. <laughs> and think about what it would be like <laughs> if you were, you had you just had a lobotomy and, <laughs> and you saw a, you saw a rabbit for the first time. Oh my God. That's the emotion I want you to bring here. It's like, what is it doing? What is that? <laughs> It's fluffy but sharp at the same time. <laughs> like that's I the the acting is just and like I said, it's good actors, but yeah, there was a lot going on to react to emotionally that they don't react to emotionally. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just the whole thing's weird. And then, of course, there's so I don't know how long this graphic novel series is, or if it's just one big graphic novel, or how long it is, or whatever. But there's a lot of ideas in here, and mm. because it's a very it's a very interesting premise. So M Night Shyamalan's a high concept guy. Right. Take, takes takes a high concept and tries to bring it down to surface level, but doesn't always succeed. Unbreakable, high concept superhero stuff, street level, it's perfect. It's 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 maybe a perfect movie, well except for the ending. But it's 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 very it's a very good film. It's probably my favorite of his movies. Yeah. Um, 
and so sometimes he does it; it's really successful. Sometimes he does it, and it's like that, that didn't work at all because there's too much here. Like you said, everything feels so rushed, and I understand that that's part of the nature of what's going on because they're getting old super fast. But we don't live in any of the moments. It's we're rushed through everything, and because of that, it's like okay, they got to figure out what's making them old because the the people watching the movie are going to want to know what can we do. Have them find a notebook right? from somebody else way smarter than any of these yeah. people that was like, oh, I understand science and science fiction, and here's what's going on, guys. And if I, uh, you know, realize that this is the last day I'm going to be alive, that, like, I'm running out of life so fast, I don't think I would be taking the time to, you know, meticulously document everything that was going on around me like they did. Yeah, it was it seemed weird. The whole thing seems weird because it's like, okay, well, we, we're getting old real fast. Uh, what are we going to do? And it's like, let's build a sandcastle. Yeah, <laughs> let's that do this. was let's, weird. I don't understand any of this. And apparently sandcastle is the name of the graphic novel. Right. So, yeah, th- like I said, it's too much, too, too packed in. And none of it feels realistic at all. And it's very, like, segmented. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't all flow together. Everybody's kind of going through their own individual yeah. thing. And they're more just, like, ping-pong balls bouncing against each other rather than right. interacting. Like, the, the there was this one character who's, like, on, you know, whatever, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Oh, are you talking about full-size sedan? That's- no. Oh, okay. That because that's no. the that's the rapper. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the girl. Yeah, who told her little six year old daughter to sit straight because boys wouldn't like her if she was right. hunched over. Don't you want to be hot? And then yeah, yeah that's that's a, that's pretty on the nose. So. And it turns out though that she has some kind of disease that's gonna you know like make her get hunched over. A calcium and, deficiency. Yeah. So as she not having her calcium and aging. It's disfiguring her. And she doesn't want anyone to look at her because she's getting older and wrinkly. And she goes and hides in a cave. And the kids just happen upon her. And she's like some kind of fucking spider monster because, like, she doesn't want them to see her. And she's like, drop. They, they keep, like, turning, like, lighting a match. So you see her for a minute. And, like, she was trying to kill herself, I think. I don't know what she was doing. Because she had this big rock, and she was holding it above her head, but she didn't drop it on her head. She just broke something. And then, like, she's just breaking bones and rolling around on the ground, and she just looked, ugh, terrible. And she just, she became this, like, I think it was supposed to be scary, but it was funny. (laughs) It really was. The way she was just, like... (laughs) It was horrifying. It was like she was a transformer. But in a funny way, because it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was weird. And like I said, it wasn't, that was, it just didn't, that but, didn't hit as scary. But I mean, like, okay, her her husband killed somebody. Yeah. Her six-year-old daughter grew up in front of her eyes, had sex, got pregnant, lost the baby, climbed up the side of a rock, fell off, and died. She and didn't see her die. All this woman cares about is that she's not hot anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. That's her character. And she's just off on her own dealing with that. Like, I feel like that's a wasted opportunity. Agreed. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Like, that that was a perfect point, what you were talking about. And a perfect illustration of what you're talking about. I hadn't really thought about it, uh, be, you know, while we were watching the movie, but you're totally right. 
these characters don't interact. There is no you could you could go one of two ways. You could go they come together and they try to be better as a unit and work together and things like that. And then each loss is a horrible, hurtful tragedy, mm-hmm. right? Or you could do it where they clash, and then you know it's like a fight. We want to do this. No, we want to do this. And then there's, you know, there's strife and show the nature of like how humanity is so divided and stuff like that. You, you know, and, and explore that. But instead, they don't do either. Instead, it's just like, well, they're over here and they're over here and mm-hmm. they're. How big is this beach? Right. You know, like, why is full size sedan just sitting by himself with his nose bleeding? It's like, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then the full the the final thing about those. <laughs> there's another line too, by the way, where it's like, I guess, I, I guess maybe it's supposed to be kind of like a, a show that we started watching. What's that show with? Um, with uh, what's her name? Uh, she was married to Tom Nicole Kidman. Okay, yes. What's that show with oh, her? Uh, nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah, like nine that, episodes anyway. of Perfect Strangers. About right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, where they go to that island. It kind of reminds me a little of that. A although, little, although yeah. we don't we don't know what the final thing is going on there because we've only watched like the first couple episodes. Yeah. But it reminds me a little of that, at least setup wise. Mm-hmm. And there's one line. Where the mom is like, and I guess it's supposed to be a hint to like, oh, they're sinister and they're like, they're searching for you or whatever. And she's like, um, oh, can you believe that I found this vacation online? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Where would you have found I it? Know. I thought the same <laughs> thing. Like, what? <laughs> it would have been a lot weirder if you were like, hey, can you believe that I went to my local grocery store and found a flyer with this vacation on it? Like, Everyone finds vacations online. Well, and I mean, the actual story later was a lot more interesting because apparently it was on uh, the receipt from the pharmacy. Right. Which is not online. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I apparently directed her online, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly because it turns out that the farm that a pharmaceutical company discovered this island, which the guy that runs the place gives us the full exposition on. Mm-hmm. He's talking to his staff who all presumably know things. Right. And it just is explaining, you know, the discovery of this uh, beach and, and all this stuff and how they can get clinical trials done, a lifetime of cl- clinical trials done in one day and how that's going to help so many people. And it's like, was that like, is it supposed to be an ethical question mm-hmm. that's brought up? Because it's not. Right. Because first of all, they don't just take the people that actually have the diseases; they also take their kids. Yeah. And, you know, like what they're doing is clearly evil. But even if they were like, they could have. It first of all, it raises a ton of questions, and second of all, they could have made it interesting if they were like they got confronted at one point and the guy was like look yeah you five people who have these terrible diseases they they should have all been fatal diseases too mm-hmm. uh like you you five people that have these terrible diseases we had to separate you from your family and we had to get you onto this beach they could have easily done it with the parents because they could have been like why don't you come uh you know have a private time yeah from, from your kids 
work on your marriage. Yeah, you know, especially because so like, they're having marriage. All of them are having marriage problems. Right. So, like, do that. But they didn't. <laughs> but anyway, like, there could have been a point where it was like, yeah, you know, you five people, we've done this 70 times. So it's like 35 people that we've put through this stuff and they, they've died. But you guys all had incurable fatal diseases. And now we have three cures that we got out of it and millions and millions of people are going to live. And then it could have been like a, like some kind of moral question at least. I mean, we probably, they'd still probably be the villains, but at least, at least it's a little morally ambiguous. People could make an argument for one way, but instead they don't do that at all. No. And it rate, like I said, it raises so many questions of like, it's not like there's something about the beach that helps them understand how the drugs work or it doesn't help them develop the drugs they're already developing the drugs yeah i I don't think it would really help i don't see how it's not a a lifetime worth of clinical trial it's one day you get to see the end results that's it right plus like you said like you just that just sparked another thing in me plus their cells are being manipulated how how is that a, a trial that you're right. going to be able to you know replicate on human beings? You don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's at most a guess. And then it's like they're like, oh, we got all the data, but we you know we met we mess, messed up the data on this one person or whatever. And it's like because they got murdered. Yeah, and it's like what data? What data are you collecting? Well, you know, they've got a camera pointed from a cliff. So. Yeah, what does that do? <laughs> they can't do any kind of physical examination of the bodies or, or anything like that. They can't look at cells. Mm-hmm. No one can go down to that beach. No. Or else they get stuck there and they're going to die. Yeah. How do they get it cleaned up? They have the next set of guests coming. Well, they mentioned that, oh, like in a day, like or whatever, in like 20 hours or something like that, oh, you'll turn to dust. Yeah. Okay. Because that dog decomposed but what about the bones bone. they just turned to dust the bones too wow yeah so because oh, they're not they're exposed to the air so they just turn to dust but yeah it's so i don't understand what kind of data they're getting they just they saw that she didn't have a seizure for a long time and it's like okay cool so that means their medicine works she still had one it killed her yeah and they're still developing the medicine they could do this without murdering people right. it makes no sense at all so lots of logical inconsistencies but the things i liked about it it's different it's it not different it's not a sequel it's not a remake it's not a superhero movie <laughs> it's different uh, camera work, excellent. And because it's so ridiculous, it's kind of funny, <laughs> for one. And two, it gets it's interesting to talk about. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to talk about. It's not boring. You know, it wasn't a boring movie. No, definitely not. For one minute, was that movie boring? So those are the things I like about it. Is it it's not good, but Shyamalan makes movies that are not boring and and they just some weird bold choices really weird bold choices but yeah i mean i'd like to take a look at the graphic novel and see what departures were made what what things weren't yeah like that'd be cool like i said if the 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 two six-year-olds bang in the in the um the thing in the graphic novel that doesn't mean it has to happen here 
Yeah. I mean, it was definitely interesting. I guess. <laughs> At least we didn't have to see it. And I mean, only teenagers would be horny enough to have sex in these circumstances. So it's oh. not like the parents could have done this, could have shown the no. baby issue. Right. So. But I mean, I think we already, I think we all would have understood the baby issue. At that point, we knew the rocks were making a mold. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I, I love to, oh, that's the other thing I want to know if it's in the graphic novel, because I'll bet you this is something Shyamalan came up with, because this is such a Shyamalan thing to do. The boy has a weird quirk where he asks everyone <laughs> their names and occupations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like such a weird but very specific Shyamalan thing to, to for a little kid to do. I like it, though, because, I mean, it, it is a thing that a little kid would do. I guess. It's weird, but... Yeah. But that's the thing. is like, that's the whole movie. It's weird, but kind of interesting. I didn't like, too, they said that they're doing uh, mental health, you know, medication with the physical health medication. Do you need a lifetime of research to figure out mental health? Like, it seems to me it would be you'd want to study them very closely, observe behavior and stuff like that much more than... The whole thing you'd want to observe more closely than they were. But I didn't like the representation of, apparently that was supposed to be paranoid schizophrenia that the doctor had. Right. Not too many doctors have paranoid schizophrenia. Because, I'm sorry, not too many paranoid schizophrenics are going to become doctors. That's not... Normal. And he seemed like he had dementia, not schizophrenia. Yeah, he kept forgetting the movie that Marlon Brando and, and who? Marlon Brando and somebody did together? Yeah. Uh, who was it? Oh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that's right. Marlon Brando. and You know, I forgot to look it up. <laughs> um, but I can, uh, I can do it now. I mean, he was definitely paranoid and delusional, but it just seemed like an odd choice that this is a surgeon. And now all of a sudden we're going to see what he's like without his psych meds, I guess. Right. But it's just very unrealistic. The Missouri Breaks. That's the movie that they did together. 1976, The Missouri Breaks. Mm. It doesn't seem to have any relevance to the movie. Just a weird thing for him to not be able to remember. But yeah, like you said, um, I don't like the depiction of it either. And that's, so paranoid schizophrenia, that's something that usually occurs when you're in your 20s, right? Well, it usually sets in, that's when you start seeing the symptoms. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yes, it seems like it would be very difficult for someone to have that and become a doctor. Yeah. And that guy wasn't young. That guy was like in his... Late 40s, maybe 50s. Yeah. That guy was a grandpa. <laughs> or would have been. Actually, I guess he had a six-year-old daughter, but that's a that's a late-in-life baby. Yeah, with the, uh, you know, uh, Instagram model. Yeah, that he married. I wonder if that's his first wife, second wife. Fourth wife, whatever. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, she seemed like she was hitting on the waiter, too, didn't she? Like, I didn't think she was married. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that. Also, I find it hard to believe that this conspiracy has this many people involved in it. Not one of them ever broke. Right? Yeah, there was at least like, I don't know, 50 people work in this place. Yeah, it seems weird that not not a single one of them would have either slipped up or just been like, hey, it's fucked up that we, we keep killing kids, right? 
<laughs> like maybe we should do something about that. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it it's worth seeing for sure. It's just a lot to deal with. You know, the other thing too, she stabs him with that knife that's got rust on it. Mm-hmm. Which is clever. Yeah. But earlier she had surgery where everyone on the island was sticking their dirty fingers <laughs> in her wound. Right. And it's like, you didn't get an infection then? <laughs> Good point. Like, what the fuck? So they could pull out in, uh, a football-sized, uh, like, purple tumor or something. Yeah, because she had a tumor when she got there, and it grew like they aged. I, that seems unrealistic, too. Do tumors, yeah, do tumors just grow, in like, forever? I Unless mean, they're taken out? I don't, I don't know. think so. I have no idea. I mean, I have a tiny, tiny tumor, and I don't think it's growing. Oh, let's not go to that beach. <laughs> right? We're taking a vacation, but not to the beach that <laughs> makes you old. Oh, that's creepy. So, yeah, that was... I, I mean, it's $20 to stream. I think it's worth it. I mean, it's it's close. <laughs> But I, I don't regret paying $20 to stream it. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely an experience, and I guess it was an experience worth having. Well, uh, that is our episode, uh, you you good little Patreon subscribers. <laughs> now, on these episodes, I get so excited because we get to plug everything. On the, on the, the regular show, on the regular feed, we can't plug... Hardly anything. Yeah. But uh, I usually have Carol do this, but I when when we do this show, I like to uh, to pitch in a little bit because it's so much. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at retro underscore late fee. You can follow me on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> on John Twitter. At retro, is it underscore? Retro underscore yes. Carol? Yes. <laughs> um. You can, let's see, what else? Uh, so you can, uh, we have a Facebook group that yes. you can go to. You can find Massive us. Massive Late Fee on Facebook, right? That's right. Yeah, look up Massive Late Fee. So Massive Late Fee was the show that originally I started doing with Mike, and then this was going to be like a Patreon exclusive for that show. Right. That's why it's Retro Late Fee, but it's it's now basically the main show. But anyway, you uh, you can find us uh, if you search Massive Late Fee on, the, on there. We're also on Instagram, Retro Late Fee on Instagram, uh, RetroLateFee.com, obviously, our, our websites where you can find merchandise, you can find stuff there. We're probably going to have a contest coming up soon, so you guys can uh, check that out. I have a uh, Pinterest board uh, devoted to our podcast. Right. So if you go to our website, there's a link to it. I don't know how to get to it. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you on any any of the places. Um, and uh, like I said, uh, you know, uh, Patreon. Obviously, you guys are already on Patreon, but retrolatefee.com slash patreon dot com slash retrolatefee. <laughs> and check out some of our other shows. We do uh, we do this show back into the future where it's the modern day. We do uh, Lost in Time where we just pick a, a random year. We did nineteen eighty. Yeah, we pick a we pick a random year, random dates. I I want to go back to the fifties at one point. That do, would be fun. Do the North Atlantic accent, but yeah, we pick a we pick a day, we pick a time, and we do the show as if it's in that time. So it's it's still massive late fee, but it's in those time periods. Um, we do uh, 
um, the mixtape too, mm-hmm. uh, where we review uh, music from the nineties. Yeah, we need to do more mixtapes. So uh, yeah, check out those shows and. Thank you so much for being subscribers, and until next time, have a great day. Bye. Bye.